And welcome once again to the Wofford Terriers Coaches Show. It's a special one. It's the SOCON Tournament Preview Edition. We'll be hearing from both women's coach Jimmy Garrity and the man you see right there, head coach on the men's side, Jay McCauley. Jay, top of the morning to you. Good morning, Jim. Well, let's start with the good stuff first. We'll get we'll get to all the goings on in Asheville in just a moment, but man, boy, Saturday night, Jerry Richardson Indoor Stadium, the place was rocking. A 74-73 win over Furman to clinch the number two seed in the tournament. Man, that this is why we got into this business. The the atmosphere, senior night, coming back from adversity. The, the fans are finally getting back into the arena to a certain extent and an amazing, amazing last season, last second win. That was, that was what college basketball was all about. Wasn't it? Yeah, it was an awesome way to end uh, our regular season, even though we wish we could have played Sam for one more game uh, <laughs> to have a chance at what we thought was a, uh, you know, a number one seed, but uh, to, to play that type of game, a game of runs, right, Jim, for both sides, it was physical, it was emotional, and what a game for most of those fans to see, not only in person, but uh, obviously everybody that tuned in, uh, to send Trey and Storm out the way we did, uh, for them to empty the tank, our team, the way that they did, it was a, a great way to kick off, I think, our momentum heading into Asheville. I talk about coming back from adversity. We talked about that a lot over the last couple of months. There was a point in that ball game at about six and a half minutes to go where things could have gone sideways. Uh, they get a fast break off a turnover, foul at the other end. Ryan Larson, I thought, made a great play on the basketball as I went back and looked at it later. Um, Noah Gurley didn't like it. Words were exchanged. Ryan gets a technical somehow. and They've got four free throws. They hit three out of four. Things really felt like they were they could have swung Furman's way. What did you say in that break, and how did the guys respond? Yeah, I, I, we made some critical defensive errors, and we we stopped valuing the basketball and got away from what got us that ten point lead early in the second half, if you recall. Uh, but. You know, it was as simple as reminding them who we are and that they were going to make a run and we had to put our foot down and get even more simple and committed to what the game plan was. And, you know, it's 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 interesting uh, how much a call or a few calls that don't go your way to see how your team responds or doesn't respond. And we haven't always done the best job of that this year, but we certainly did uh, the other night. And uh, the way we buckled down for our two seniors I was really proud to be their coach. And uh, obviously the way we closed out the game was uh, spectacular. We'll, we'll talk about the seniors in a couple of minutes, but boy, there were a lot of heroes. We talked about the balance with four players and, and double figures. Two, I want to spotlight real quick. Uh, Messiah Jones was a warrior, 19 points, seven rebounds. One of the biggest blocks, not only in timing, but stature that I've seen all season. And Morgan Safford, Hey, it's been a season of ups and downs for that redshirt freshman, but he he hit the the winning basket. The only second chance points Wofford had all night came when we needed the most. Just talk briefly about those two and, and their roles in that win. Yeah, it's kind of been a uh, microcosm of our our year and a lot of people's seasons of 
you got to be a problem solver. And we've talked about this, Jim. And Messiah Jones, nobody knows this except for the people close to our program, has had to play through the most painful injury you can, you can imagine. And came back four or five weeks early because he wanted to play and he wanted to do it for his team. And he's just starting to turn the corner physically to where he doesn't feel that pain every step. And uh, to see him in tears the last month of the season, every time he took a step to try to push through that, uh, there's nobody more deserving to have the success that he did that last game than Messiah Jones. You can see he's got his explosion back a little bit more and he's a little bit more comfortable physically. And when you're that way, you can play free of mind. And we all know when he's free of mind, he's, he's a pretty good player. Uh, but the plays that he made inside, the plays he made defensively, we needed every one of them. And uh, same with Morgan Safford. Uh, he scored the last four buckets. All the attention was on Storm Murphy. We knew that. So we kind of designed some things to isolate Morgan and uh, distract the other team. And he made two really, really good plays and uh, really happy for him and his confidence that seems to be growing and growing. Well, the final was 74-73. Wofford over Furman. Furman denied a chance to clinch the regular season title on Wofford's home floor. Furman still hasn't won in Spartanburg in more than a decade now. Let's hear from some of the heroes from last Saturday night. It was awesome. You know, super, super special night. Um, you know, I feel like I just went through uh, a moment that I'll, I'll uh, remember forever, you know. Big rivalry game at home with some fines, some fans finally in here and family here and to do it with a brother like Trey is awesome. And so, yeah, I mean, to get that win over one of our rival um, on senior night was super special. A lot of emotions, you know, me and Storm senior night, and we wanted to make it as special as possible. You know, uh, before the game, everyone's telling us how much they love us and how much they want to send us out in the right way. And I think this was a good start to that. Obviously, we got the conference tournament coming up, and we want to win as many games as we possibly can and go, and go to Indy and keep going as far as we can. But tonight was just a lot of emotions. and. A lot of love, and we ended up winning the way we wanted to. All right. When we come back, a look ahead to Asheville and the Southern Conference Tournament that's coming up next on the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show Special Tournament Edition. And welcome back to the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show brought to you by R.J. Rockers. We're starting off with Coach Jay McCauley. And, Jay, let's take a look at that old bracket, man. And it's uh, a different situation from your first year as a head coach where – you don't know who you play. You're going to get the the uh, Mercer Samford winner. They will play Friday night. So tell me how you scout. Do you, do you have two assistant coaches? Does one get the Mercer scout? One gets the Samford scout, and then you go from there. Yeah, it's the best time of year, uh, bracket basketball, and uh, we certainly like where we're sitting in terms of having a bye. We're very fortunate to have one and you know, be in this position, but it makes for a, uh, a complicated first game. And really you use this week to, to worry about yourself and clean up some things physically and on the court. Um, but we do have two assistant coaches that have scouted those teams throughout the year. We'll rely on those two. I think Coach Hemrick has Mercer. and we, We've been 2-0 and this year versus them and played really good basketballs in, in most of those stretches versus the Bears. And then uh, Coach Murphy has Sanford. And that's just by the luck of the draw before the year. Um, so assistants have a good time doing that, uh, preparing for what ifs and looking ahead. You know, Coach Perry obviously has Furman and then uh, potentially and then uh, whoever else they may have to play 
down the road. So we try to take it one game at a time. We won't really get into preparation, so to speak, for a higher seed until uh, later in the week. Potentially, a, a Sanford game would be weird because they haven't played in, in, in forever. and You don't have much to draw from. One game that you guys played against them, gosh, months ago. So I know you don't have a preference and I know you don't get into, we'd rather face one team or, or the other, but does it make it more difficult when, when, when one of those teams, if they should advance, you haven't seen them in forever? Yeah. I mean, there's pros and cons to matchups, right? Who we play and match up better with. Um, you could make an argument for both teams in this scenario. Uh, but you know, listen, we'll play anybody, uh, anywhere, anytime. And uh, we're highly motivated bunch I think heading into Asheville, winning our last three games was huge. We talked about that, Jim, a few weeks ago of catching the right wave at the right time. And we've been playing much better spirited basketball, I think, as of late. So, um, you know, Sanford being being away for a few weeks and having a few players opt in, opt out medically, whatever the case may be, you know, we'll certainly get a look at them Friday night. And if we were to play them, we'll be more than prepared. All right, take off your uh, your coach's hat for a second, and let's pretend you're uh, an ESPN analyst for a moment. Is there a dark horse this year? Is there a team that just can, maybe you guys have been talking about? Say, boy, they're they're starting to put it together at the right time of year, and maybe some folks are overlooking them. Yeah, I uh, you know I think our league's really balanced. I think it's going to be one of the most exciting tournaments, even though it's an unusual tournament, right? In a lot of ways. But there's a lot of teams that can win this thing. And, uh, you know, I'm a little biased because I think Coach Prosser is one heck of a coach. But their last two games, by getting Faulkner back, they're about as motivated and energized as anybody. And I could see them making some noise on the other side of the bracket. But there's a, there's a lot of other teams around that can do the same. So we're going to try to take it one day at a time and hopefully uh, don't catch those guys that uh, are trying to spoil everybody's brackets. All right. Final question before we let you go, how will tournament life be different this year for you guys because of the restrictions, because of the fact that you guys, your players can't go and, and hang out before their game and watch the game before them. Uh, things like hotels, things like meals that you've been dealing with all year. It's going to be a little different. SoCon participation atmosphere for for the players and coaches yeah it's going to be really different uh we're going to try to keep it as normal though to our routine this year that we've been doing to exist right and compete uh it's worked for us so far knock on wood hopefully we can keep that routine but we will go a day later just so we can keep our bubble tight here at jerry richardson indoor stadium and have a place to practice right usually we practice at high schools that might not be the safest thing this year. Uh, usually you have some time at the arena. That's gonna be different this year uh, due to protocols. You gotta test every day, right? When you're down there. So there's a lot of factors not taking into account too the fans. We usually travel with the best fan group in the conference an hour away. People stay at our hotels, families, fans, but we're not gonna necessarily have all that this year. So. We're going to try to control what we can and stick to our routine. And as unusual as that is compared to other years, uh, hopefully it continues to work for us. You know what? It still beats everything else. Tournament basketball, man. It's my favorite time of year. We appreciate your time. Best of luck as you prepare. And we'll see you out there Saturday and hopefully Sunday and hopefully Monday in Asheville.
Thank you, Jim. All right. That's head coach Jay McCauley. When we come back, we'll shift it over to the women's side and talk with women's head coach Jimmy Garrity. More as the special SOCON tournament edition of the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show rolls on, brought to you by RJ Rockers. And welcome back to the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show, brought to you by RJ Rockers. We switch gears now and talk Terrier women's basketball with head coach Jimmy Garrity. Jimmy, how are you? Uh, doing well, getting uh, really excited and uh, ready to make that trip up to Asheville for the, the best time of the year. Yeah, I just got done talking with Jay McCauley about that. This is what you strive for. You spend 11 and a half months es- essentially getting to, to this part of the season. It's been a long and winding road to get here, a season like none other. But now that we're here, what is what is the excitement level like? What is the anticipation level like? Well, it, it is the, the, the pre from postseason, you know, to the summer months, to the preseason and then to practices and then to the games. It has been a grinded out type year, you know, stressful, too, with everything that's going on in the world. And, um, you know, you just get your juices flowing back again. Another uh, another time of year where it's a brand new season. OK, whatever you had done up to this point, um, record wise, it's all everybody's at zero zero right now. So. Um, you know, we're excited to go up to Asheville to compete. Um, and uh, I think we're going to end up playing pretty well. Let's talk about the regular season as a whole first. Uh, fourth place finish in the Southern Conference, the best in school history, third straight year with the over 500 record, best streak in school history. How proud are you of your players, your assistant coaches, your support staff? Not only, like you said, just to get to this point, but the way they've come through on the court this season. Well, you know, everybody, I, I got to give so much credit to our coaches and our players and the support staff. Um, and this has been a process, you know, since we took over this program, you, you, you're not going to get there in one year. You know, we got to take steps to build and we're going to build it the right way. Um, we're not going to take any shortcuts to get there quicker because um, I don't think those things last. So, um, you know, all the credit goes to, to our assistant coaches, but to our players for buying in to the process and the culture of the program. Um, and uh, it makes me proud, to be honest with you, to, to do some things that's never been done. Um, you know, when you look back at it, it could have been even better. But at the end of the day, um, I'm really happy for our kids and uh, they've given us everything they, they've had and um, they're just, they're fun to be around too. So, it's been, uh, it's been a process that we've done together. And as long as we stay together, um, we're going to play the best that we possibly can play. You know, and, and I don't want to make this sound like a postmortem to the season because you got a lot of basketball to be played yeah. yet, hopefully. But, you know, you had to replace some huge pieces from, from departing last year. And you, you know, you had to go through all everything that we talked about, too. Um, you talk about the foundation and the fact that you really won't lose as many pieces this year, obviously you have one senior yeah. Jamari McDavid, but the foundation now is there. You have to expect the building blocks of that foundation to get a little better each year. So the future does look bright. Yeah. I mean, I, I, th- I think you're right. You, you said it correctly when we had a lot of pieces to replace and a lot of minutes and a lot of points, right. um, a lot of uh, replacement with uh, players that had the ball in their hands for a lot of the time. And our players, I think, have really stepped up uh, this year. And we've really done it by committee. You know, we haven't had 
the one go-to player. Everybody has shared in the success. So, um, yeah, I, I'm really happy with, with that. And, and I feel like with what we have coming in and what we have returning, um, these guys know that the building blocks that they've laid since their freshman year, and now that big junior class is going to be seniors. Um, and we're going to have great leadership um, as, we, as we go on for this tournament and then postseason and then beginning next year and for our future. So it looks good. I'm, I'm really excited for our program. All right, before we look ahead to the tournament, we have to put a wrap on the regular season. And Jimmy, if I could do this without talking about the first quarter at Furman Thursday <laughs> night, I would. The crazy thing about basketball and human nature in coaching is you sat on this show about a week ago and said, man, all that matters is we got to get off to a good start. good start. And I'm watching the game and it's 16 to two after the first quarter. And I'm thinking, oh, Jimmy, you must be losing his mind <laughs> right now. Was it? Was it just one of those situations where nothing went through the hoop early? Well, you know, um, we were ready. The, the players were ready. Um, they knew the scout. They knew both teams. There's no secrets out there. Those, both teams know each other well. Um, and, you know, like we said before, I, like really when you look back at our, our schedule, the ones that we've lost and we haven't really been in it have been the ones we haven't got off to a good start. We talked about the last show. It's important. Even if you don't score, let's get off to a good start and not have live ball turnovers. Well, the first three or four minutes, neither team could score. Um, but then they got a little hot. We turned it over a little too much. They weren't falling for us. We guarded. We made some mistakes on the defensive end. And next thing you know, you look up at that scoreboard, 16 to 2. That's a big hole to over to, to climb out of. Um, but as the game get, went on, um, you know, it kind of stayed – I think that's the only quarter we may have lost. I think we won every quarter after that. Um, and then we had, um, you know, we cut it to four and we were making shots, but we were really guarding well at the other end. Um, Annabelle Schultz, our freshman came in and hit some big threes and really ignited us. And we got some um, steals and, and some transition points. Um, next thing you know, it's a four point game and we're right there in it. And then it was nip and tuck and we had to foul at the end and we had some chances, but, I think it just says a lot to the character of our team and the character of those individuals because they could have easily folded. They could have yeah, stopped. Yeah. They could have quit playing, but, um, but they didn't. And that made me really, really proud. I know it wasn't a win. I know it might not have felt like a win, certainly on the drive back home, but with a little bit distance now, do you have some momentum going into the tournament, even though you came off a horrific streak of, of, of strength of schedule wise to end mm -hmm. the season, the fact that you were able to come back in that last game before you go to Asheville, can you build on that? Well, absolutely. I think, um, you know, if we're in that situation again, uh, hopefully we're not this coming week, but if we are, we can, we can think back to, to that game and a couple of others that we've, we've made that run to, to know, you know, there, there's no such thing as a 10, 12 point play. Right. So you got to get stops and then uh, good possessions on offense and stops and rebounds. So I think we can definitely draw from that. But at this time of year, um, I don't know if that's really a momentum piece. Uh, we just got we It's a brand new season right. and we got to be ready to go. And we got to have everybody's bef best effort, um, whether you're, you're playing or you're on the bench. Um, uh, we got to have everybody's best effort and then uh, fulfill their role. 
Well, that's what we're going to talk about next. When we come back, we'll take a look at the women's bracket in Asheville, talk about the Terriers' first-round matchup. That's coming up next as the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show continues. And welcome back to this special Southern Conference Tournament edition of the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show here with women's coach Jimmy Garrity. And let's get right to it. On Thursday, 2.15 p.m. start, number four seed Wofford against number five seed UNCG. Jimmy, you split a couple up at their place this season. At least you get them on a neutral court. Uh, Talk about your initial thoughts about the matchup with the Spartans. Well, um, you know, they're, they're well coached, they're athletic, they're strong. Uh, they'll typically go makes misses, you know, off um, uh, for defense, man versus zone. So we're going to see both of those things. Um, and they're, you know, really, they've won four of their last five. So they're, they're one of the hottest teams in the league right now, and they've got to be feeling really good about themselves and their matchup. So with, with a split on the road um, at UNCG, we were, we were happy with that. Um, we, the first game, we didn't play that well, and we, we kind of blew a lead in the fourth quarter. So we can look back at that and grow from that too. But it's, it's going to be a heck of a matchup. They're, they're very talented. They've got great um, inside presence. Um, and on the perimeter, they guard really hard, and they'll press us too. So, again, it's going to be – it's a broken record here, but we got to have a good start. How will your preparation for this year's tournament be different than in years past, considering, you know, there, there are different protocols. I don't know if you guys changed when you go up or when you arrive and things like that. Uh, have you had to make some changes in those areas? Yeah, well, a little bit. The conference have put in some logistics to where you can only arrive at a certain time. You know, they're going to have COVID testing, obviously, um, whether that's at the hotel or, or at the arena. So there's, there's little things like that um, that are different. And then, of course, eating situations in the hotel and all that's, all that's changed. But, I mean, we're, we're fairly used to it by now this time of year. So it should be fine. In your experience, you know, we've been talking about momentum. Does that last when you go to, go to Asheville or when you get to Asheville and it's a, it's, it's, it's a different arena, uh, nobody's been there this year. It's a different feel. It, it certainly does feel like a different season. Does that mean that it, it doesn't really matter how you came in into Asheville? It just kind of matters how you execute once you get there? Well, yes and no. You know, for, for those that are on this win streak, they say, yeah, yeah man, let's keep it going. <laughs> we got the momentum. For us, uh, we didn't finish so well. So, hey, it's a brand new season for us. Uh, we, that, that season is over. Um, now let's get rejuvenated and let's get ready for these uh, four or five days in, in Asheville. And if you get hot at the right time, any team can do it. Um, and we're just as capable of, of anybody else of, of getting hot offensively and guarding really well, rebounding the ball. What's different about tournament basketball? What can your upperclassmen, what can you and your assistant coaches tell the players who haven't been there before? Well, it's a, it's just the atmosphere. You know, you, you hear the, the music, that one shining moment, all those things running onto the court when you win. Um, it is, you know, it's just really exciting. It's, it's, it's one and done. It's tournament time. Uh, there is no second opportunity. There is no second chances. So you got to leave everything on the floor. And, uh, and I think we're ready to do that. We'll, we'll be prepared and we've been going over UNCG and, and now it's going to be a lot about us the last couple of days here before we play. 
Okay, I'm going to do the same thing I, I did with Jay McCauley earlier in the show. Take your coach's hat off for a second. Pretend you're an ESPN analyst about ready to call this tournament. You mentioned Greensboro coming in with momentum. Mm-hmm. Is there anybody that you think is really, really maybe overlooked? And you can include Wofford in that too. Somebody who may be not the number one or two seed, but somebody that uh, that might surprise some folks? <laughs> well, that's all. That's, that's pretty much the rest of the league there. But I do think that, you know, there's teams out there, man, I hope we don't see Wofford. I hope we don't see Wofford. So I hope we can get to that. You know, you got to win the first one in order for them to to say that. But, um, you know, Chat's got a a team to, you know, they're the three seed. They're really, really talented. That matchup with Furman and Furman's got to feel good about themselves too right now. That's going to be a heck of a game. But, um, you know, uh, you know, Mercer and Sanford, they're super talented. Um, but, you know, I, I think chat might make some noise just because their individual play um, is really, really good. So uh, the, those the first rounds are obviously going to be good. But the second and third rounds, it, it's going to be a fantastic tournament. And uh, you're going to have each team, whether you're the higher seed or the lower seed, you better bring your best effort or you might get uh, might get beat. Final question for you. Um we've got some afternoon slots and obviously, you know, you, you usually play your Thursday games at night, you usually play your, your, your weekend games yeah. in the afternoon. So starting out at two fifteen uh, on, on your first game and hopefully if you advance, I think it's even an earlier start for, for game two. Do you have to adjust body clock? Do you have to adjust warmups and try to get the girls ready earlier than, than normal? Yeah. I, I think it'll maybe feel a little different because it's a weekday. But um, we played in that two o'clock time slot every Saturday or Sunday. So um, the time slot is not going to be the, the day will be, you know, your clock may be off a little bit because, you know, we'll be we'll be taking classes in the morning before that uh, two o'clock game. So we'll be zooming on classes. So, uh, you know, on Saturdays, that typically doesn't happen. Um, but at, at the end of the day, our, our players are mature enough to make that adjustment and, and they'll be just fine. Okay, let me make a plea right now to all the Wofford professors. Be nice on Thursday. Don't expect too much. The girls might be a, a, a tad distracted with everything going on, but you guys have done such a great job balancing that all year long. I expect that to continue. Jimmy, can't wait to see you guys hit the floor. Can't wait to see you guys hopefully survive in advance is what it's all about at this yeah. time of year. And it's been a pleasure working with you and the team all year long and best of luck up in Asheville. Jim, I appreciate it. It's, it's been very enjoyable, uh, these coaches show with you. And really want to thank RJ Rockers for their commitment to Wofford Athletics. We second that absolutely. So for Jimmy Garrity and Jay McCauley, I'm Jim Noble. Thanks so much for watching the Wofford Basketball Coaches Show brought to you by RJ Rockers.